Hello, this is Mike Kennedy. Welcome back to the Living in Victory broadcast. Join your faith with me today. We're going to continue our series titled Word Winner or Word Whooped. You know, your life can be drastically affected by your own words. Not just your actions, your own words. Actually, your eternal life is greatly affected by your words. What did Jesus say? If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, hence your words affect your destiny. If you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, then you will be saved. Glory to God. Let's get into the Word and understand more about the power of our words. Amen. How they affect our destiny, how they affect our lives today, whether you're going to live a life as a winner or whether you're going to speak words of death that lead to a life where you are whooped. Amen. I don't know about you, but we are predestined to win, to live in victory. You are predestined to win in victory. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. It states, And since we have the same Spirit, you and I as believers in the body of Christ... And since we have the same spirit of faith, amen, glory to God, according to what is written in His Word. We're reading His Word. So according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak. See, Apostle Paul is telling us that we're supposed to believe in our heart and speak forth. Command things in your life to change. Amen. Command your body to line up with the word. Glory to God. Command your finances to increase. You know, you can control the direction of your life by your words. The Bible says it's like a rudder of a ship. This little rudder can turn a huge ship. There's power in your words. I know as a child, people used to say, liar, liar, pants on fire. Well, if you're a liar... Speaking words that are death, truth, uh, not truth. It's more than your pants are on fire. Liar, liar, you're going to burn. You're on fire. Let's speak truth and love. Amen. Ephesians says, speak truth and love that people may grow up. Glory to God. Let's turn over to Romans chapter 12. Hallelujah. Let's look at verse 17. Praise your Lord. In verse 17, it says, Repay no evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. What does it mean by as is possible, as depends on you? Well, some people can create strife, can do some evil things, but you can choose to live in love, to live in peace. Amen? Not to repay evil for evil. Oh, during the Old Testament under the law, yeah, it was eye for an eye. But under the new commandment of love, we're not supposed to pay an eye for an eye. Amen? Hallelujah. Remember, Peter cut off the ear of the Roman soldier. What did Jesus say? If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. 
Well, I don't know about you, but I want to sow mercy. I want to sow goodness into people's life because then I reap mercy. I want to reap mercy. You should too say, I'm going to sow mercy and I am going to reap mercy. Amen. You should speak that over your life. Glory to God. Let people that sow evil into you reap positive, healthy things from you in me. Reap positive words back to them. Lord, have mercy on them. Remember what Jesus said on the cross? Lord, have mercy on them for they do not know what they do. Let's continue on. Verse 18, it says, If it is possible as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Yes, that includes your mother-in-law. With all men, all women. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. You don't want to get in His way. You want to sow mercy and reap mercy and let Him deal with people. Let Him deal with the enemy. Amen? We're supposed to resist the enemy. Stand against Him and let the Lord bring it back into you. A harvest of goodness. Amen? Verse 20, it says, Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil by doing good. We're going to talk uh, in another series about overcoming evil. But right here is a key aspect to what that series will be based upon. Overcome evil by doing good. Don't sow fire. You get burned. Amen? That's not a dog-eat-dog world. Man, you're going to play that, you're going to get bit. You're going to get burned, you're going to get bit. I don't want to get burned, and I don't want to get bit. I want to get the mercy and goodness of God operating in my life. I don't want to play evil games. Amen? I want to. I hate what is evil. I want to sow good things. Amen? Turn with me over to 1 Peter. Hallelujah. You keeping hooked with me with your faith on this series? I appreciate it. I believe that there's people getting help. You know, there's so much rampant people saying things. Oh, I'm just saying. Exactly. You shouldn't just be saying your words should be predestined to affect the things around you, the people around you, the direction of your life. Amen. Not just speaking anything that comes to your mind because the enemy will bring you some thoughts and you need to take captive of those thoughts, not speak them forth, not release them. Man, when they're released, they're already released. People are getting hurt and likely you're one of the people who are getting hurt because you will reap what you sow. 1 Peter 3. Let's look at verse 8. Finally, All of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another. Love as brothers. Be tender-hearted. Be courteous. Not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling. That's slander for slander or cussing for cussing. Just because you get cussed out, don't cuss them back. Amen? Love them back. Knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. See? Whenever you sow blessing, you're going to reap a blessing. You're going to come up. God will repay you. But if you return cussing for cussing, 
you're sowing bad seeds, you're going to reap the same type of thing, the same type of harvest. Amen? Sow mercy. Notice, you, you may inherit a blessing. God desires you to inherit a blessing. Glory to God. I want the blessing. What about you? Verse 10, it says, For who would love life and see good days? Let him refrain. Let him what? Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. What are we supposed to do with peace? Pursue it. Run after it. Amen? For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. That means those who are doing what is right. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. And his ears are open to their prayers. If your prayers aren't getting answered, maybe it's because you're not speaking forth things of life. You're not living a righteous life. Because it says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. Choose to live right, to speak right. Oh, you may have missed it. Say, Lord, forgive me. I'm not going to do that again. I resist that. I am free from it. Your words help you. You can say, I am free from cigarettes every time you take a puff and eventually it'll come root into to your life and you will come up and out. Glory to God. Continue on. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Man, you want a long life? Speak life. Speak love. Speak truth. You want a short life? Speak evil. Cussing stuff. Man, resist that. So truth, amen. People say, ah, isn't that precious? But they know it's a lie. They don't mean that. They're being sarcastic. Man, liar, don't be a liar. Speak for effect to change and get results, amen. Speak truth and love to affect things. You can affect people around you. You can uh, change the whole environment and atmosphere by your words, your words of life, your words of peace, your words of mercy, your words of encouragement. Amen. Don't judge. Judge yourself so that you're not judged, but don't so don't so stuff that hurts people, creates anger. Amen. Evil stuff. Speak forth life and you will come up as a winner. Glory to God. James chapter 3. Hallelujah. James chapter 3, verse 2, it says, For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. Well, I don't know about you, but I am not. I've been created perfect, made to be perfect. That word perfect means to grow up, to mature. But I have missed it with my words. Oh, I've said some things that weren't right. Things that hurt people. Oh boy. Father, have mercy on me. Continue on. Able to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. Well, man, you get a horse that's 14, 15, 16 hands. That's a big horse. They're much bigger than I am. I remember working on ranches. You'd have to go out and take some horses out and train them and do some work with them. But if you just had the halter on them and not a bit in their mouth, 
man, they're liable to rear up. You have, you may have your hands full. It may rip the rope out of your hand and get burns on your hand. If you didn't have the right gloves on, the right control over the horse, they get scared. Or a stallion that uh, has a little bit frisky. Man, you want to get a hold of that, of that stallion. Put a bit in his mouth. Make him line up. Make him obey. Amen. Control it. You need to do that to your mouth. You may need to put a bit in your mouth, keep pressure on it, that it, it can be contained and controlled. Only you can control your mouth. Amen? All oh, people say, oh, I can control their mouth. No, they can still speak things under their breath when you don't know about it. Only you can control your own mouth. Hallelujah. Look, at, look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. As you guys know, I'm a pilot. And on planes, you've got an autopilot. We use it a lot. But that autopilot makes millions of little corrections as the wind changes as it's going across the country. Just continual little fine adjustments. That's what we need to be doing with our words. Fine adjustments as we're traveling, living our lives, going day by day. Fine adjustments with our words. Amen? Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. Man, you can be in a situation, there's been some tension, and one word creates a huge explosive fight. Just like that. But if you speak peace and continually speak peace and mercy, things calm down. That's what we should be endeavoring to do. Speak peace over situations. Amen. The tongue is so set among our members that if that it defiles the whole body. What all does it defile? The whole body. Our little tongue. And sets on fire the course of nature. And is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird or reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Remember I said there's power of life and death in our words. This confirms it. It's full of deadly poison. It's also full of life. And it's our choice whether we're going to use our words to win or use our words to whoop us and other people. With it, we bless our God and Father, and with it, we curse men. That word cursing means to damn or be doomed for destruction. Don't speak destruction over other people, and don't speak it over your life, over your assets, amen, over the lawnmower or your car. Call it a blessed car. Not once in a while, every time you get in it, this is a blessed car, amen. I call it blessed. Who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth pursued blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt and fresh. What are you saying? Amen. Speak life. Amen. Say, I choose to speak life. Glory to God. We talked about Proverbs verse 20, ver, I mean chapter 20, verse 6. It says, You might call many people your friends, 
but it is hard to find someone who can really be trusted. That's the easy to read. The message says lots of people claim to be loyal and loving, but where on earth can you find one? See, your words declare a lot and demonstrate a lot as to whether or not you are really loving, whether or not you are loyal. Some people say they're loyal and then they turn their back and they gossip. Evil stuff. They speak behind them. Not what they would say in front of them, not being a real man or woman, but speaking gossip, negative things, hypocritical, stabbing people in the back that you say you're loyal to. That's evil. It's unfaithful. That's why the Bible says, who can find a faithful man? I'm endeavoring to be faithful. What about you? Glory to God. I'm endeavoring to be faithful. Psalms 34, verse 12, it says, Who is the man who desires life and loves many days? That he may see good. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Only you or I can do that. Amen? Keep it. The complete Jewess says, which of you takes pleasure in living? I do. I take pleasure in living. I enjoy life. The word says he created all things for my enjoyment. Glory to God. I want to enjoy the things God created for me to enjoy. I want to live life to the full till it overflows. Amen. Continues on in the complete Jewess. Who wants a long life to see good things? If you do. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from deceiving talk. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace. Go after it. We talked about seeking peace earlier. Pursue peace. Amen. Endeavor to live a life of peace. Lies can shorten your life. We're speaking peace, speaking truth. It will extend your life. Amen. Words can create or break strongholds in your own life whether it be lust, spending money, deception, uh, speeding, it can affect what you're doing in your life and break strongholds in your life. Amen? Speak forth love, speak forth truth, speak forth life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look over at James chapter 1. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. We've been talking about sowing words and reaping off our words. James chapter 1, verse 19, it says, So then, my brethren, let every man be swift to hear. You know, if you're swift to hear rather than swift to talk, you're going to be more cautious with your words. It's gonna, you're going to be able to catch yourself before you speak death. Be swift to hear. You already know what you know. Learn to listen and understand what other people know. It'll help you. Then you'll know how to respond properly. Words of life. Words of encouragement. Amen. Goes on to say, Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. It's interesting that slow to speak and slow to wrath are combined. They're also in lieu of us being quick to hear. Either we're quick to speak or we're quick to hear. We aren't doing both. Amen. You may think that you're listening while you're talking, but you're not. You can't do that. You can't focus on two things at the same time to truly focus on it. You need to be slow to listen. Amen. I'm growing in that area. You know, if you are listening first, it shows maturity. It shows that you have grown in some things in the Lord. But if you're just always quick to, to speak, 
respond not thinking. It shows immaturity. It shows pride. Glory to God. See, uh, that word slow to speak, that, that means that you're giving time and attention to what other people are saying and doing. Give them attention. The word says prefer others. Love prefers others. Be slow to speak. Amen. Hallelujah. Be slower in your responses and you're going to be in more of a position where you miss it less often. Yes, less often when you miss it. We all miss it. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But if you listen and think, you won't miss it as much. See, you've got the ability if you listen and you're slow to control your anger, to control wrath, control responses that hurt people. Wise people are selective with their words. Many people create strife by sharing secrets, saying it's fellowship. Be slow to speak. Check your heart. Am I supposed to say this? Am I supposed to say it this way? Am I under covenant with someone else where I said that I wouldn't talk or tell anyone about it? Amen? Don't don't break that covenant. Breaking trust of your words. Man, men walk... Men who talk will suffer consequences, according to Proverbs. The Navy had a saying where loose lips sink ships. If you're talking too much, the enemy's going to know where you are and he's going to take you out. Don't have loose lips. Amen? Outlaw bikers. Me and my wife, as you guys know, we've ministered outlaw bikers for 25 years. And one thing that outlaw bikers have a, a saying about is to keep a secret... It require, between three people requires two of them to be dead. In other words, the only way that you're going to keep a secret if anyone else knows it is if they're dead. Don't be that way. If you are a faithful man of God, amen, you can keep a secret. You won't tell people, right? You'll keep it confidential and they will have trust in you. They will have faith in your words, knowing that you are a man or woman of God. Hallelujah. Let's continue on. I'm going to read verse 20. It says, For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Well, if you're saying that you're a faithful person, then you're not going to lie. You're not going to gossip. You're not going to instill evil wrath against people. not going to stir up strife. You're going to stir up peace. Stir up the faith in people. The joy in people. Amen? Bring them up. Encourage them that they can make it. That they can succeed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 6.24 says, Teach me and I will hold my tongue. Cause me to understand wherein I have erred. How forceful are my are right words. But what does your arguing prove? It proves nothing but that you are off the path that God has called you on. Amen. Stay on the path of truth. Stay on the path of righteousness. Amen. Glory to God. Proverbs 6 2 says, You are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. I see, a snare is something that entangles, entangles us, entraps us, captures us. It's a trickery, it's a form of bondage, actually. You know, whenever I was doing business in, in Japan, 
the Japanese business people would laugh at some of the American businesses because everything they did was based on quarterly results. And they would say that the American business people, um, rather than ready, aim, fire, it's ready, fire, aim. They don't even take time to think about it, to follow through, to aim. And what the Japanese said they did was ready, aim, 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 then fire. Not ready, fire, then aim. We should do that with our words. Amen? We should think about our words and speak life into people. Words that lift people up. Words that encourage people. Amen? See, as a child, we speak as a child. But you and I are supposed to grow into things of God and speak forth truth and love that people grow up. Well, for us to encourage people and to speak truth and love, we need to grow up. We need to watch our words. Amen? Well, this is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. Remember, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Have a blessed day. We've got a few more messages in this series to cover. Stay tuned with me. Stay hooked. I appreciate it. I call you blessed in Jesus' name. Due to the graciousness and the goodness of God, we're happy to inform you that you can download all of our messages and our mini books free of charge from our website. Also, if you'd like to become a partner or receive our newsletter, feel free to contact our offices. Thank you for joining us today. For more information or to learn more about Final Quest Ministries, please visit our website at mikecanaday.org. Also, please like and follow us on social media for updates and podcasts. We pray today has blessed you. Are you in a battle of sickness, financial challenges, or any attack of the enemy? Equipped to Win will teach you to walk in victory. We must learn to utilize every weapon that God has provided, resist our flesh, and fight courageously. This mini book will teach you how God has equipped us to win. You can download it free of charge on our website, and it's available in Spanish, English, and Chinese. Well, I trust you enjoyed the broadcast today, but stay tuned. Don't change the channel. Dr. David Weeder and Lynn Weeder's broadcast is next. I've known them for over 20 years. They are anointed ministers of the gospel. They will feed your faith. They will encourage you. They will teach you about the covenant we have in Jesus and how you are destined to live in victory. Amen. They will remind you of the benefits we have because Jesus is Lord. Have a blessed day.